Hello and welcome to Talk To Be Well. I'm your host, Dr. Robin Henderson, Chief Executive Behavioral Health for Providence here in the Oregon region and Chief Clinical Officer for Work To Be Well. Here with me today to talk about seasonal depression and holiday anxiety are three of our National Student Advisory Council members who really want to dig into this topic around seasonal depression, holiday anxiety, and all that other all that other stuff that I know we're all going through. But as a reminder, the information provided during this event is for informational purposes only. It is not intended, nor is it implied, to be a substitute for professional medical advice. We want to get ourselves started. I'm super excited. So I'm hoping that you can each introduce yourself, where you're from, and why does this topic matter to you? Who wants to kick us off? Go ahead, Lena. Awesome. Thank you, Robin. Um, my name is Lena. I am a senior right now. I'm from Oregon. And one topic that I'm super passionate about is anxiety and awareness relating to anxiety and all those kind of mental health issues. Emma, do you want to go next? I would absolutely love to go next. Hi, everyone. I'm Emma. I am a sophomore and I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I'm also very passionate about mental awareness or mental health awareness and anxiety and obsessive compulsive disorder awareness specifically. Hi, my name is Sam Adamson. I'm a senior and I am from Oregon. I am here to talk about seasonal anxiety and depression. Uh, because it has something that has reoccurred throughout my life and has affected my mood change. Uh, and I just want to share my thoughts on it. Well, let's get diving in there. And, and Lena, I heard that you had a question for me to kick us off. I do. Dr. Robin, I would love for you to talk about what is seasonal depression and what are some of its causes? Well, this is, you know, seasonal affective disorder is the actual name of the, of the, you know, diagnosis that, that you have, but basically it occurs primarily in climates where it gets darker earlier. Uh, we see a lot of this as we go up towards Alaska, especially where you have, you know, darkness for nearly 24 hours a day at, at some points of the year, but it also can be impacted uh, in this respect also around different times of year related to holidays or related to other things that may be landmarks that happen in someone's life. And it's usually characterized by fatigue and depression, feeling of hopelessness, and really that kind of social withdrawal that happens for people uh, when they're feeling depressed and they don't interact with people less. There's a lot of variety of different treatments for that that we can talk about, but, but really it's that type of seasonal affective disorder that the hallmark is really the winter months. I like that. That's interesting. So it's like anytime during like the winter seasons when it gets really dark and it feels like we're stuck in our houses all day long. Exactly. And we're not getting as much light as we probably should. I yeah. mean, one of the biggest treatments for seasonal affective disorder are light boxes and increasing the amount of light that's around you that can really help lift people up and it's got to be the right kind of light uh there's a lot of articles around this but they're pretty readily available these days to be able to get and that type of seasonal depression that really is impacted by light is the the hallmark of seasonal affective disorder now when we're looking at things like holiday anxiety and that type of depression that comes around different times of year that's a little bit different because a lot of that has to do with 
what happened when we were young, what happened when we were children, what our memories are of this, but also what our expectations are. The holidays are extremely notorious for being a time where people get really big expectations for themselves, for other people. And then when those things don't come to fruition, they don't feel great, do they? So I want to kind of flip it around and ask you all a question here. Are there any seasons or times of year that you find particularly difficult to handle both mentally and emotionally? For me, uh, that is especially true during the summer and fall months, especially, especially just the way these months are structured with, uh, with summer, you have this long break of absence, and usually that time is spent without working. You have to, especially after finals, as a student, um, it can be difficult calling yourself down and laying yourself relaxed, and then you have to, uh, because you just finished finals and school is now on a break, so it's this whole entire time where you used to be spending all your time on work and I have to find it for something else. And the fall is the exact opposite because as you go back into school, you have to start picking out the pace and start getting yourself the energy and motivation to work. So it's a time of big stress on yourself and your mental health. I'm with Sam. I feel like early fall and like early winter is really hard because you're like watching your own energy slip away with the sunlight. Like I'm all the time, I'm like, how is it 4 p.m. and it's already dark outside and I'm exhausted on top of that. And so I really struggle with that. What about you, Emma? Well, definitely during the winter months when it gets dark super early, for some reason I'm super sensitive to that. Like five o'clock and it's pitch black outside, I immediately am just so tired and it sucks because I want to stay up. But I just don't, I'm just so exhausted. And definitely during the summer months, because there's no school and there's nothing to occupy my mind. So then I start to sit there and I start to think and I make myself nervous and it's not cool when that happens. So then when I go into school, um, I usually have some anxiety stuff going on and then it gets better when I get back into the groove of things and my routine is back to where it was and my mind's occupied. But those times where there's like a lull in the work or when it gets dark super early, those are rough for me. You know, it's it's interesting because uh, I hadn't thought about the summer, but you're right. That big block of unstructured time has got to be really stressful to figure out, you know, you go, 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 go. And then all of a sudden, boom, you're at nothing. And we often think about, oh, wow, this is really great. And there are a lot of people who, who really do look at the summer and go, oh, this is really great. But if routine and structure are part of what help keep you together, that's going to be a really difficult time to try and be able to, to manage through. I know we started talking a little bit about the holidays and the holidays, Thanksgiving, um, Christmas, Hanukkah, uh, whatever holiday season means for you. We always market it as, you know, the happy, joyous time of the year and all the parades and the Christmas carols and stuff like that. But is that necessarily true? 
I mean, is this really a happy time of year? I love the holidays so much, and I can definitely say that they're my most favorite time of the year, but that does not mean it comes without stress, and with that, it is the most stressful time of the year, and it can be pretty draining at times. It can get pretty bad. Yeah, I I agree with Emma on this. Um, it's with it being the happiest time of the year, it can feel as though you're being pressured. Like when I have anxiety during the holiday seasons, I feel pressure to feel happier and more up, up bright, but often that puts a stressful burden on me to be the best to help cheer up others and to pe appease my please my uh, family uh, because it is the time of gifts gifts and uh, cheer so often it can feel much more it feels much more expected to figure out every tiny thing and figure out multiple things to do in all activities when it is perfectly fine just to take a tiny break of the holiday season and during the holidays to just relax and not do anything, just be at peace. Yeah, I'm a Sam. I feel like a lot of the holidays as someone with anxiety who gets a lot of stress from like having to go see people all the time, it's like, this week we're going to see your grandparents and the next week we're seeing your aunts and your uncles and then there's these people you don't even know because they're from your parents college like all the time I feel like I'm being stretched and my like personal anxiety is challenged during the holidays which definitely goes against that like happiest time of the year vibe for me you know, you bring up some really good points about having to all of a sudden see all of these relatives that you may or may not know it's it's pretty much it's it's pretty much a time of performance, right? Feels pretty performative at times to to be dragging out and oh wow, I'm gonna be. I know when my kids were were young, we would take them out and here they were all dressed up in their little holiday sweaters. Does anybody actually really like those holiday sweaters? Nobody except your like great aunt does. I swear. <laughs> but that idea, you know, do you think that there are people? who really have um, struggle with despair during the holidays, that struggle with sadness and things like that. And what could cause people to be sad during the holidays? I, I personally do. Um, what goes on through my mind is about time. Time is a very prevalent uh part of the holidays like we own we have 25 days left till christmas or 12 on the first day of winter uh there in my mind it can be very it can cause a lot of anxiety around i have this limited time to be happy and to like be in this kind of season, this kind of mood when everyone's celebrating this one season. So I got to enjoy it now. And that can put a lot of stress on me. So uh, during this holiday season, I plan on even 
allowing myself to excuse myself from the table and just go outside for a little bit and take some fresh air just to relax, allow myself to understand that this won't be the last holiday season, uh, that I will, it will come in in our 365 days and that that will go by just as quick, quickly as last year's. So I think despair is a very prevalent part of the holidays in my experience. I think more than that, it's also been really hard as somebody from a family that's lost a lot of people during COVID. This will be one of our first holidays without like people that I was really close to. And like, it's just weird to think that like, we're not sending them a present this year and we're not going to get to FaceTime them and we're not going to get to see them. And that's brought my family a lot of despair and has been really hard. But like Sam said, we're going to grow and time is going to pass, but it doesn't take away from this year's kind of despair, like you said, Dr. Robin. I definitely agree with the time slipping away. I have two little countdown to Christmas things in my room just because I think it's cute. That's the tradition. But every single day when I change the number, I get that little twinge of sadness because I'm like, oh, my God, time is slipping away so fast. And I get sad because I love the season and it's coming to a close. And I don't know. You feel happy just because it's cute and it's Christmas, but it makes you feel a little, little depressed. And definitely I um, know that loss can make holidays a really awful time and not something that's seen as a happy, joyous, wonderful time to celebrate, but is just, you know, sadness, just sadness, despair, and longing for the one that you lost. You know, I really want to, yeah, honor, you know, what you brought up, Lena, with the loss. Uh, it's always difficult when you go into a traditional time, a holiday, be it Thanksgiving or or whatever holiday it is. And it's that first time when someone's not there. And what that changes in the dynamic, how you honor somebody. Uh, I know I was doing a, a, a podcast with Dr. James from Ask the MP, and we were talking about grief and loss coming out of COVID and the, and the fact that there are going to be people who aren't at the table this year. And what is that like? And how do you deal with that? And finding a way to honor that individual and to have that closure, for lack of a better term, together to honor that uh, is one way that I know people have been thinking about uh, dealing with that. But really, really sorry for all of our listeners and everybody who's lost somebody. Uh, this last year, finding a way to honor that can be a really important way to help heal and to help keep the holiday, the holiday, because you're giving space to that grief in that moment. You know, when we look at seasonal depression, holiday anxiety, and all this other good stuff, y'all have dealt with this. Y'all have, have dealt with that piece of anxiety and the anticipation and the expectations. What are some of the tips and tricks you use to get through it? I think Sam keyed in on a really good one, which is just knowing that it's okay to remove yourself whenever. Like, if it's a family dinner and you need a minute, or it's a large gathering and you know you can go outside, just being able to remove yourself from that situation and use some coping mechanisms like breathing exercises or grounding techniques is the best thing for my holiday anxiety. What I always do is I stop what I'm doing. I take a deep breath and 
I remind myself to just live in the moment, enjoy what's going on, and try my best to silence all of the noise. My personal way, another way I cope with holiday anxiety is by adopting the philosophy of I don't need to meet every expectation all the time. It It's very easy to let yourself try and meet every standard and excel in every standard in terms of like being the brightest person in the room, having the, having given the best gift, having, having being the fun at the party. But I have currently accepted the fact that I don't exactly need that. I can be myself without having to try and appease others constantly. And if other people don't see see me as brightly well then that's their decision i i have personally accepted the fact that it is okay not to be someone's like a, to be the person's forethought of their mind to instead just be a good friend and to be yourself and that's what I have accepted in life and I'm going to just move on with holidays and just have fun. You know, I really like what you said, Sam, about not having to, to meet every expectation. Um, the, every gift doesn't need to be perfect. And that's some of the pressure that we put on ourselves that causes that holiday anxiety. I don't know if anybody else resonates with that. I know I resonate with that a lot because it's the, you, you got to make sure you've got the, the right best toy, the right best gift, the, the perfect, whatever you make the perfect Christmas dinner or whatever it is. And those expectations we put on ourselves are part of what lead us to get seasonal depression, holiday anxiety, and all the things we're talking about today. What do you think about Sam's philosophy? Is that something that resonates for you? Oh my gosh, it most definitely resonates with me. I've had this running thing for so long that I have to meet those expectations during the holidays because I'm nervous that somehow, since there's such a limited time bracket as to when this season is going on, I'm not going to enjoy it enough. And I get so nervous about enjoying the holiday that I forget to actually enjoy the holiday. And it just creates so much more stress for me. So I've had to work on being in the moment and, you know, having fun and not thinking so much about those standards and to remember what Christmas is really about. I love that. Yeah, I think so much of like holiday anxiety is just stressed about the combination of that time stress like I don't have enough time and I'm not going to be perfect enough and if you spend like what your month of December worrying about that you're not going to have as good of a holiday as you definitely could. So what are some of the things that you're looking forward to this holiday season especially now as we're coming out of COVID we've you know for the most part in most parts of the country we're able to gather um, and do those types of things what are you looking forward to this year? Um, I'm looking forward to Christmas with my family. 
we're really excited to get to like have our own little small group because we're still kind of nervous about COVID, but at least we'll have some extended family. And I'm really excited for my dog to get to have Christmas because we didn't really do it last year. And he's only two years old, so this will be his first time. Um, I'm excited for Christmas just because I love it and I always have. And I'm very thankful that I live in the same neighborhood as my grandparents and my cousins. So throughout the whole pandemic, we've done that little bubble thing and gathered because we do have extended relatives about an hour away. But we actually stopped going over there before the pandemic for other personal reasons. It just wasn't the same after doing it for so long. So I'm happy that my tradition has stayed pretty constant over these last couple tumultuous years. And I am just excited as ever for our two little, or let's see, we do um, my grandmother's own little Christmas, and that's next Saturday. My aunt has Christmas, or my mother has Christmas Eve, and then we do Christmas Day, and then we go over to my aunt's house for other Christmas Day stuff. So we get together like several times, and that's all really fun and really great, and I'm just so excited for that to be happening in a couple weeks. Um. I'm currently looking more beyond the holidays right now, uh, or even in front of the holidays. I, as as mentioned prior, it's it gets to my head when holiday anxiety when the holiday anxiety hits. Uh, it gets to my head about oh hey. This needs to be a big thing this year because we'll only have this month to celebrate such and such event. And as of right now, it is way more tempting to just... It, it, well, not tempting. T tempting is not the wrong word. It's much more satisfying just to see it as another day. I'm excited to hang out with my family and play games with my cousins. I love them. I love them to death. Uh, and I love spending time and company with my family. And I love gift giving and uh, watching movies with them. I find that a joy in my life. But I don't make it a big thing. I am more, more so looking forward to uh, because I am a big part of the part of band programs i'm looking forward to auditioning for drum corps and uh going as of time of recording i am in an ensemble headed for international championships for an indoor ensemble uh so i am looking forward to going and seeing big things and not making such a grand deal out of the holidays and just see it as, oh, hey, the holidays are coming up and I'm going to enjoy it. I think that's really smart, especially if you're somebody that like gets really anxious about the like time running out, just to like look forward as like another time for your family to hang out or get together and see each other for whatever reason feels really healthy compared to like letting it all pile up into the last day, right? Yeah, yeah. See, and I like that that idea of being able to 
just kind of go with the flow and looking forward to things like board games. I know that's one of my favorite parts of the holidays are the long evenings of playing Monopoly and Clue and all the other good board games, Settlers of Catan, all the other good board games that that we all have built our ability to have conversation together and to spend time together and to and to laugh. I think that's my favorite part of the holidays is just being able to laugh with people and to enjoy uh, being around them. I know that's what I'm looking forward to. So what would you say to somebody who's struggling with seasonal depression or holiday anxiety? What advice would you have for them? I think so much of seasonal anxiety and depression is that stress and pressure we put on ourselves to perform to the standard that we think those around us have for us. So I would say to really look at your family and say, these people love me no matter what, no matter what I get them, no matter where I go, no matter what I do, it's an unconditional love. And that's really what we're celebrating. And I really hope that that takes away a majority of the stress that can surround and like debilitate people during the holiday season. My personal advice uh, is same with, is oh, <laughs> um, a lot of my advice is just uh, basic anxiety uh, advice. Um, one of the things that I work to be well has talked a lot about is breathing and as a musician who plays uh the french horn it a lot i find myself a lot of the time taking up about five ten percent of my lung capacity in there so often when i feel stress and feel that tension in my chest of anxiety or depression because mental illness causes usually causes pain in the chest uh i find myself taking, I find myself stopping myself and just taking deep breaths and allowing myself to relax my chest and my heart and take that pressure off of me and just say, it's going to be what it's going to be. Uh, life, even if something bad happens in life, you know, it's going to be what it's going to be. And the best we can do right now is our own best. So it's better to just let the bad things happen uh, and just know that you did your best and you tried your best uh, to prevent it to happen and move on. Learn from the experience and understand it was your best. That's what that's my personal philosophy. So I guess the advice that I would have for people struggling around this time is to, if you're like me, remember to live in the moment and actually enjoy what's going on. And more generally for any type of situation, just remember that you don't have to do anything. You don't have to live up to these unreasonable expectations. You don't have to push yourself to the point of breaking. You do you and you do what you do to feel comfortable. This is your holiday season. You enjoy it how you want to enjoy it, not how anyone tells you how to enjoy it. Emma, that's amazing advice. And you're absolutely right. We need to take care of ourselves and be aware and be in the moment. And Sam, Emma, and, and Lena, you've shared some wonderful personal experiences, how you cope, what you do, and offered a lot of great advice to our listeners out there. I also want to remind people that there's a lot of really great resources on the Work To Be Well website. 
Uh, we have all of the different, if you're really, really feeling stressed and need to talk with somebody, Teen Line, Youth Line, the Trevor Project, lots of different warm lines and places that are there for you because as we say, you are never alone. So thank you all for joining me on Talk To Be Well and sharing your personal experiences with seasonal depression, holiday anxiety, and all things mental health and wellness. If you're looking for support with your mental health or any other medical questions, please visit us at providence.org. And for parents, teachers, and students, check us out at worktobewell.org. There's a lot of great information there, and all of it is free of charge and free to use. I'm your host, Dr. Robin Henderson. This has been Talk to Be Well, and be well this holiday season. Take care, everybody. Mm -hmm.